0: Welcome to Building an Effective Marriage Team, hosted by Dr. Ralph Goffrey and Pastor Lenore Goffrey. This is a show that helps couples build a kingdom relationship. As stated in Mark 10, 8 through 9, and the two shall become one flesh, so then they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man separate, so now sit back and hear today's discussion
1: hello and thank you for listening to building an effective marriage team radio program hosted by dr ralph godfrey jr and first lady lenora godfrey hello we, we want to welcome you guys to our show i am your facilitator or ridley and we want to thank you for listening I'm gonna do this quick plug before we move on we are um, on Spotify I haven't said I didn't say that the last show but podcasts. Um, we have a few podcasts and we're on I think a few different platforms Google um, Spotify we're gonna get those names for you but we got over 20 shows on those platforms I think we got about 23, 24 last time I looked. Yeah. And, um, guys, we are being heard even over across the waters and <laughs> um, some really neat places. Um, so the word is getting out, but we want to let you guys know where you can hear us if you ever want to kind of follow us. They, the, the podcasts are in order We started out with this book for our new people joining because I know a lot of people are going to be at home and they need stuff to do. So people are going to be listening. We started out with this book that is written, and I'll make it really quick, by Dr. Ralph Godfrey and Sister Lenore um, called Building an Effective Marriage Team. And we, we, um, we have gone through this book. There are so many really good topics that they have addressed um, we started out talking about vision, mission, vision, mission, and purpose, and uh, for marriages, we talked about communication. We talked about the husband's role, um, and if you keep stay with us, we're gonna get to intimacy one day. <laughs> yeah. But we're on a lot of different platforms: um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast radio public. Those are all the platforms that we're on for um, our podcast. And um, I'm sure you you will really enjoy them. If you start from the beginning, you'll be able to follow where we um, where we've gone. We've had a few guests in the in the um, studio and um, we are reaching uh, the United Arab, emirates uh united kingdom australia and turkey of course in the united states as well wow but um yeah we're reaching out guys and so it's uh it's a pretty it's it's a pretty neat to to know that we are reaching far and wide and so just uh if you don't if you uh if you know someone that hasn't um started listening Pass that information on. Um, We're on WGRI here in Cincinnati, Ohio. But um, if you want, like, I have friends down in Alabama I've told about this. And a lot of people are listening in other states, in Virginia, Indiana, Michigan, Pennsylvania, California, Hawaii, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I think that's it. I thought it was more. Um, wow, so they're they're listening in Maryland, Florida, in Georgia. So the word is getting out.
2: Excellent, and you know what's funny? We did a show, um, previous to this, on um, a coronavirus, mm-hmm. right? And you know, you would think, you know, we talk about marriage, and we talked about how you know it's impacting our lives, right? And this truly mm-hmm. is um, something that. Every one of those countries and states exactly. that you mentioned is dealing with at this point in right, time. Right, right. So it's it's an, it's an impactful. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, you know, through what we're talking about, the subjects and um,
1: pastor's prayer, we're impacting people's lives. Right, right. Yeah, pastor did. He prayed on our last show. He prayed for families yes. and for marriages because this is a trying time for all. Yes. And if you don't have uh, a commitment at this point in your marriage, you're going to struggle.
2: Yeah.
1: You don't have a commitment to your marriage. I'm not talking about um, cheating. I'm not talking about infidelity. I'm not talking about if you don't have a commitment to have your marriage, uh, if you don't have a commitment to have a good marriage, to have a... a, um, have also, a direction for your marriage there you go, that's right. what i mean if you don't have that you're gonna struggle right now right yeah. and
2: and the the lack of that will become more and more evident it because really will it's needed mm-hmm. when you're locked down yeah with each other it's needed when you got kids that need to be taught mm-hmm. um you know t- things have changed all over the world and so the lack of some of these things we talk about is really going to rise to the surface, and it doesn't have to mean that it's gonna, you know, end the marriage. Right. But it needs to be addressed. I show you what you need
1: to work on. Work on exactly. Then, like you said, does necessarily. It does not mean you have to head for a divorce, but that's an area you got to work on. Right. Sacrifice. Yeah. And buckle down. And you know, guys, if you do listen to these shows from the beginning, if it if you have not um talked about a vision, mission, and purpose for your marriage, this is the perfect time to hunker down and talk about those things and and write those mission, yeah, statements,
3: yeah, find the opportunity to write it down, um, and to some extremes, even if you want to create a vision board, right? You know, but right. I think uh, right now, uh, with the way things are, um, it's opportunity we talk about to reset where we are, so reset our marriage, reset uh, hearing from God, reset direction for us as a couple. Because really, again, this these these days that we're in. It requires, I think, people, couples, to just know uh, direction, where we're right. we going. Right. You know, right. uh, a lot of disappointed marriages, has, are, they're contingent upon the fact that there, there is no purpose to them. You know, we exist, we had these kids, we did what we did. Uh, some of us just to make, we're trying to just make ends meet. Uh, we're struggling. And yet, we we serve no purpose at the end of all this. Uh, what we thought love was, we're finding a dissatisfaction um, in it because it's not uh, it's not w- what love has been. I'll say fabricated to be on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, when most young ladies are looking for the the knight in shining or armor, and most men are looking for that Mrs. Cleaver or uh, what if you know what if you're looking for freakishly in certain <laughs> thoughts of your uh, manhood to, to be uh you know respected to be she's gonna be my queen, she's gonna treat me like a king, and then when you get into these marriages and you find out it's nothing
0: mm-hmm. that right. you
3: imagine, uh, again, because <clears throat> Hollywood has a way of painting an image
0: right.
3: of love that's just not true. Uh, because many of us are living to have that fairy tale love we see on t v you know on t v you never see people really divorce, you never mm-hmm. see people struggle you know if you do you know mostly in a some type of blockbuster movie, but I'm saying in most cases of uh, sitcoms or some type of television show you never see those struggles you never see everybody's happy the, right. the children are well behaved uh if it's not they're doing something corny where we can all laugh ha, 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 ha. but so
1: it's all, not all like that
3: oh it ain't like that at all you know because then when you step into your reality it's nothing Mm-mm. it's like far that. right. From it. Right. <laughs> so uh most people are, are fighting to get out of what they was fighting to get into you know and then it's funny because then you have single people sitting there uh, craving to have marriages. <laughs> and then when they get into a marriage, it's like, what did I it's walk worked. into? Right. <laughs> Girl, you should have ate
1: that popcorn on the couch at home by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been all
2: right. Right, right.
0: Because
3: right. I think we're, we're tricked to almost believe that we need somebody in our life. We're tricked to believe that we need uh, people, when we're not even satisfied with ourselves, you right. know, and how can I be satisfied with you if I was never satisfied with me? Right. And I'm looking for a person to complete me when that's just never going to happen. Right. right.
2: Right.
1: And a lot of people don't. Uh, to, in in defense of some people, they don't realize that until they marry. Yeah.
3: Right. And they found out they're not satisfied. Right. Yeah. And again, that goes back yeah. to the the whole challenge of what marriage is really about. Correct. Serving but but I purpose. guess
2: when I when you say that statement, I think they're looking for that when you should be completing yourself. <clears throat> You're not looking to be completed. You should be completing yourself and then adding, enhancing when you get together with somebody where people are looking for that other person to complete them. Mm -hmm. And that never happens.
3: Well, I think even what you're saying there, Lenore, it's the fact that you're, someone is adding to what, what God has already given you. Yeah. Um,
2: An enhancement.
3: Yeah. Because the two become one. Uh, the idea is that not that I was incomplete, but we become one to complete or to, accomplish something
2: right but but what i meant where some people are seeking that completion is they don't feel they feel inadequate and they think the other person is going to make yeah, them adequate saying, yeah oh okay and I'm then and, and that doesn't happen no you know yeah
1: i like so. how y'all just did that yeah we're saying the same thing yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, instead of instead I of for the whole next it. 10 minutes <laughs> rebutting each other and you're saying the same thing right Mm. yeah
3: yeah but it is it's 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 the idea of you're right not not feeling adequate not feeling completed and and feeling that you need someone to complete you there and and that's not the case um i think even in our marriage it was it was never about completing each other it was really trying to find a place a, a place to to do what we were born to do right you know um, we stumbled upon this uh, and it wasn't even, I wouldn't even say it was love it was it was uh, like I said we just liked each other this is cool this is happening we can do this and so um, when we got into it yeah we struggled a little bit uh, right out the gate like most couples do because we were trying to get our footing but when you really tap into God and I think that was our our main uh I'll say our main thing that really helped our marriage. It was tapping into God and really wanting not just a successful marriage, but to be a person um, that really exemplified how to love him. I think because we both had that (laughs) desire to understand how to love God, how to serve God. And then God start opening our eyes to understand marriage, to understand purpose, um, because I had been married prior to and had no clue about marriage. Um, I was younger, much, much younger. And even when Lenore and I connected. Yes, I, he's an old man now. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't looking for marriage. I wasn't looking for, I wasn't looking for nothing. I was just done with life. I'm like, okay, Lord, I can do this. By my myself. Right. right. Right, And, but that wasn't the plan that God had for, for me. And right. so, um, uh, I even said I believe God caused me to be attracted to Lenora, you know. So, with that being, just watching her qualities as a woman, watching her ways. I mean, we were all connected as friends and doing and dating lightly. But, um, it wasn't serious on my end because I'd been in relationships and wasn't really wanting another something serious. Like I said, have been married before. Um and I knew my shortcomings in marriage, my shortcomings, period. And so <laughs> I didn't want to attach those to anybody again. <laughs> so, but God had to, to really work things out in me. And this, that's what we're saying, just heal me, complete me, fix me, to where I could then look at someone else and say, wow, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm over myself, really. Right. And now I can I can connect to somebody else. So
2: and guys, it took us, you know, we've been married twenty years this past March. Happy anniversary. Thank you. So (laughs) it wasn't an overnight thing. And I think what you know, God God helped us to understand marriage through those twenty years. Yeah. He helped us to understand the importance of once we got it and realize the work it required um we were able to write a book yeah. and now we want to use this to help others so it was never something that we thought we would master well, and well even in, in writing the ourselves. book
3: wasn't that wasn't something we sat down like we need to share this with other people that no, that wasn't no. our yeah. thing yeah. actually this was something we had done what is at a church teaching on marriage right. So the, can
1: I say something real quick?
3: Sure, you always do. So. Um, that's my job. <laughs>
1: um, but you know, guys, I know yeah. we're uh, recording, but I'm live also on Facebook. And Nate Davis said, I think what you said about watching her qualities and watching her ways is huge.
3: Yeah, well, it's the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's the thing you're looking at. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't. I, I won't say physical attraction. I think some we are physically attracted to people, but to 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 really see the quality of a person, mm-hmm. you have to pay attention. I'm, I'm writing um a new book, but the book is dealing with uh, leadership. But Go ahead, in it, through. part of it is talking about integrity. But in in the current, I was just say that to say this part. I'm saying <laughs> I I was I was doing a research on um a, a particular topic in scripture, I was looking at how the Pharisees, although they were approaching Christ to trick him, one of the things they said, though, that was a true statement because of their observation of him. They say, we know that you are a man of integrity and a person uh, that is willing to, to tell the truth. And so I was looking at that. Well, how did they know that? Except for the fact that they had to pay attention to who he was, meaning they carefully observed him they carefully paid attention to him so that they could make such a statement and i think when you're dealing with uh as a man or as a woman looking or thinking about marriage or thinking about a relationship period the the key factor to know the person that you really want to connect to you have to step back and observe their ways pay attention to their qualities what they bring what their 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 character, their nature. Um, because I think sometimes we're caught up in the superficial right. part uh, that we don't see the true, their true identity. Right. And then when we marry them, we have all this, this conflict because we really didn't take time to pay attention to the qualities that were important to me. Right. Especially if I feel that God has purposed me to do something. Right.
2: And it's funny, we always laugh at this, but he always says, you know, what if we had an accident and it disfigured you or, you know, took the physical that I was attracted to and completely changed it? Yeah. Where would we be? And you know that in itself is—it's got to be more than the physical. The physical. Yeah, it's got to be more. Yeah. You know, I always think of—you um, know—it put things get put in perspective when somebody is hospitalized and they have surgery, or, mm-hmm. or you're caring for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, when you take vows, you say "Till death do us part." Yeah, through and through, through think, thick and what, thin, 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 thin are good and bad. Thin or? Thin or? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And Rich so or poor, you right, right. And those when those times come and you're tested, yeah. that shows you yeah. whether you can actually do that or not. When he's not looking, the um, you know, as cute, buff as I am, as as cute as he usually looks, <laughs> he ain't got yeah, buff as he is. not buff, not buffalo but buff. <laughs> but buff. Uh,
1: that's good. Nate said Proverbs 31 sets the standard. I use. That as a measure in my current relationship, I didn't use before in yeah. relationships fail. Yeah, that's
3: good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah,
1: that's good. yeah. That's and and it
2: happens. It, you know, we all, you know, have have done things prior to uh, an epiphany. Like, <laughs> okay, let me. <laughs> I know. need to look at a different quality. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
3: yeah.
1: Well, that's huge because you know you do have to step back and say, hey, okay, wait a minute. You know, what am I doing here? What am I looking for? Right. You know, and mm-hmm. in your younger days, you may have been looking this way.
3: Well, you looked at the, the the you know.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The bodacious yes. qualities. The <laughs> yes, it really is. It is. You know, you recognize like, hey, this. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's
3: more to like I said. That's what I said when I counsel couples, and Nerd just said it. The main emphasis I try to get people to take is is not even the attraction again, but even the quality of the person you're dating. You know what qualifies them for you? What qualifies them to step into your world to to be there until death do us part? Right. One example I saw was uh, Bishop Quander Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, just one day, uh, great man of God before he passed away. He, uh, we would fellowship with him from time to time, and one day, you know, I always seen. Him, I thought his wife was. <clears throat> I heard about his wife being in a particular place and this and this as far as nursing home and this and that. And we were doing, I think, some type of banquet or some type of something, some type of function. Mm-hmm. I saw this man, he was in his, had to be in his 70s or maybe 70s 80s by Bradley. this time. He has his wife in a wheelchair pushing her, himself, nobody else, himself at this time, pushing her uh to the event. And I'm looking like, man, that is commitment. And the reason I'm saying that I've heard people when times of struggle or problems come, they'll say, "I never signed up for this."
1: Yeah,
3: yeah. And and yeah. leave. They yeah. do when times yeah. are hard. Right. And you're sitting there like, "Whoa, you did sign up for right. that Correct. for all the <laughs> everything."
2: Well, you know, it's funny because and and I think sometimes we have to look at our parents and situations that are right before us, yeah. whether it's our parents or other couples that we observe and I I will never forget when my mom you know my father and mother got divorced after 34 years of marriage and had been divorced for probably 10 15 years and my father got sick she made a vow so regardless of whether she was with him or not that vow stayed, for her, stayed her yeah for a for the duration mm-hmm. she's still living but through his sickness she picked up she helped to Take care of him, yeah. although they were not married, because she had taken a vow that was very important to her, and you know he had done and gone his way, but she never did, and and that's a difficult that's thing. That to good do.
1: stock that you came from,
2: yeah,
3: was <laughs> well, a nagging stock too. Oh, it's whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that's yeah. that's
1: something yeah. to. Um, that's huge, right it there. It is. It
2: is, and and but that that's what you know. I could look to for as an an example. Yeah. And you know.
3: And that's a quality you're looking for, gentlemen. <laughs> is she gonna be there if times get rough, rough. or is she gonna run? And yeah. Lenora's just been, when we were dating, she was there. She just hung in there, and I'm like, wow, this girl can take a beating. Let me uh. <laughs> uh-uh.
2: <laughs> not physical ladies, not physical. <laughs> but
3: uh, it's, it's been good. And, and yeah. we again, we thank God because, yeah. like we said, we didn't start out to write a book. We were just talking about a marriage, uh, doing marriage things at our church. And I was explaining it to another friend who from, came from overseas who liked what they heard mm-hmm. yeah. and wanted us to come and teach Other pastors and leaders on marriage they were like this is their struggle we see you guys as a a couple we would like for you to come and share this over that was our first encounter um, which we began to write material for that and that's how the book was birthed but again that was just something God did on his own birth that through us through again just our personal experiences so We thank God for that.
2: Yeah, and 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 it's funny because as we were writing, even when we got back from that and started writing the sections in the book, you would think that, it was just flowing and it was so far from that i mean you know the communication section we wrote we weren't even communicating at that point we could you know we had difficulty communicating with still, each other but we're do. writing well yeah oh, you know. but uh, but it's just it's it's life mm-hmm. and um oh, yeah. any time that we can thinking that we can share our experiences to help somebody else to me you know you do it
3: yeah
1: so, look, real quick. I know you got, like, two minutes. I want you to answer Ugh. Tasha's question, please. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, Uncle Ralph, when did you know you were... I sound like Katrina. Uncle Ralph, <laughs> <laughs> when when did you know you were, quote, unquote, ready to date and open yourself up again to someone after, uh, you know, another relationship good question. In, in two minutes? Uh,
3: I don't know. Like I said, it was really letting God... Heal just me, period. Just um, from just, and it wasn't past experience. uh, Relationship when I say past relationships, as though I was hurt more so than I was just not ready. So I was living kind of, uh, we'll just say, carefree, and (laughs) and so a lot of things though that I did experience just wasn't. I'll just say it, it just gave me a bad taste for myself Mm -hmm. for relationships, Mm -hmm. but it was really having a relationship with God Mm -hmm. that helped me to understand relationships period. Um, And so once I really began to seek a relationship with him, it helped me to see people differently, how to love. I didn't know how to love people. I didn't know how to love, but understanding and falling in love with God helped me to fall in love with someone. It helped me to see them in a different way. It helped me to understand how he loved me, how he forgave me, how he gives to me, how he shares himself with me, is the way that he wants us to respond to each other. Mm -hmm. And so that helped me to, again, um, become willing to accept someone into my life, to, right. to help me, to be a part of me, where before I was fine being just selfish, being on my own.
2: Right, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't want to speak for you, but <laughs> I think that it, it when he started really getting into the scriptures, it helped him to understand the order. When a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing, and that becomes a helper to him. So I think you know God began to expose that to him and thus
1: he found me (laughs) you were that helper I am the helper as much as he hates it he loves it he wouldn't do this
2: without you
3: no no I really would I really would
1: so guys we are at the end of our time I surely do hate this hey Renisha Uh Um, I really hate to end because this is so good and I think this is all what we kind of need. I wish we could do this on Facebook.
3: Well, you got to get to the store. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a lot of
1: time. You know what? Because we're on lockdown.
3: <laughs>
1: right, right. Tasha said thank you. Because we're on lockdown, there are a few things that I'm trying to keep my husband happy. Well, you know, There you go. And everybody, okay. we're, oh, shut it down. We we almost, off. We're, we're off. Our... We're less than 10. We're less
3: than 10. And they're almost six feet apart. Yeah, we are. We are. <laughs>
1: we just close enough to knock each other out. So uh, thank you guys for joining us and um, be safe out there and yes. follow rules. Okay. Right. And um, visit, I mean, listen to us on the podcast. I promise you, you will enjoy them. you if you look for building an effective marriage team it's B E M T, you'll be able to pull all of that up. So, thank you guys for joining us, and love you guys.
3: catch
0: yeah. you next time. Yes. Yes. thank you for listening to Building an Effective Marriage Team. If you would like to hear more, you can listen to us anytime on our various podcast stations, which include Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Pod, and Radio Public Podcast. We also would like to invite you to enroll in our awesome Bible college. For more information, go to www.nltbiblecollege.org. Again, that's www.nltbiblecollege.org. For more information on our book, camps, and retreats, you can go to www.BuildingAnEffectiveMarriageTeam.com. Again, you can find us on www.BuildingAnEffectiveMarriageTeam.com. Thank you for listening today.